serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best free game coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive free game coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Cares, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero. State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, Hitachi ABB Power Grid, and Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the... And we're ready for our second half of our doubleheader as first pitch misses for ball one as Kyle Berg will lead off. The inning for the Des Moines Peak prospects on the mound is Jacob Davis. We'll get his line in just a second. A hard hit ball is going to go to Joseph Keelholz at second base. He'll glove throw to first. And they'll say that it took Mize off the bag. So that will be first batter on first base. Like an argument could be made there that he was... Still on the bag as they're going to have a conversation. The umpires, does it look like he kept that toe on there? We'll see what they say. As on the mound getting the start. So they are going to say he's safe. Again, not wearing the right colored shirt tonight, but did look like he was out. Not by much, but... He'll reach by an E4. So designated to Bryce Hall. As Jacob Davis, a freshman at Missouri Southern. He's six foot six, two hundred and thirty-five pounds. He's from Cairo, Missouri, left-handed thrower for the Renegades. It's his next batter he'll face is Bryce Hall. No throw over to first base. That one outside ball one. Davis has started six games. Has pitched in six games. His record of one and three at two point four five ERA. 
33 innings of work, 31 strikeouts, 13 walks, 23 hits. So they'll check the runner on first. That offering inside. Ball two. Again, it'll be left fielder Kyle Berg to bat first for the big prospects. Designated hitter Bryce Hall will be second. Batting third will be shortstop Nate Jessel. Batting fourth, first baseman Pat Norton. Next offering's going to be bunted. And Davis will glove throw to first base for out number one. And we'll move the runner over to second base. And now shortstop Nate Jessel will step in. That goes as a 1-3 out. Then batting sixth will be catcher Cade Reinertson. Batting seventh, second baseman Trevor Dooley. Batting eighth, Gabe Followell. The right fielder and batting ninth, center fielder Kerrigan Edmonds. Edmondson, rather, and Quinn Waterhouse on the mound for the Des Moines Peak Prospects. That first pitch outside. Ball one. Lineup card looks like this for the Renegades. They did win game one of the doubleheader. They moved to 14 and 18 on the season. For the Peak Prospects, they fall to 9 and 22. They'll lead off with shortstop and Drew Mize. Batting second, second baseman Joseph Kuhls. That's going to be a hard hit ball. Kuhls will not be able to get a glove on it to go into right field. And the runner is going to come home. We'll have a play at the plate. And Cloro could not get the glove on the ball. So it'll be a one-run lead for the peak prospects. So that will be an RBI hit. So now it'll be first baseman Pat Norton. Lineup card, they said for the Renegades, shortstop batting first, Drew Mize batting second. The second baseman, Joseph Keelholz, batting third. Center fielder, Brady Voss, batting fourth. Carter Mize, the first baseman. Right fielder, Andrew Patton will bat fifth. Batting sixth will be left fielder, Caden Deal. Playing third base, batting seventh, Seth DeNoyer. Hamilton Anderson, the DH, batting eighth. And Ale Claro catching, will be batting ninth. Of course, Jacob Davis on the mound. That first pitch in there to Norton called strike one. As Des Moines has the early 1-0 lead here. Last game went in favor of the Renegades. It was a run-ruled game in six by a score of 11-1. That one fouled out of play. So that'll take it. No balls and two strikes due up in the on-deck circle. Be third baseman Adam Axtell. Norton hitting a 293 this season. Has 24 hits. That's played in 27 games. That's the most on the team. 0-2 pitch. A bouncing ball will be taken by Mize. Long throw over. And can't get it in Mize. That's Carter. Will not throw to third base as runner breaks for third. So tough play there for Mize and Now stepping in will be Adam Axtell. He's hitting a 221 this season. One out, runners on the corners. He's going to hit a slow roller. Mize will glove, step on first base. They're over to third, and they're going to say he's out. So Adam Mize did not step on first base, but threw over to third base to get the lead runner. So good heads-up play there by Mize to go for the 5 Three 
out. So now stepping in will be the catcher, Cade Reinertson. He'll step in. And right-handed batter, he is... How's that one back? It'll be no balls and one strike. Reinerson hitting 175. Couldn't find him on the list here. Hitting 175 this season. Just has 10 hits. Does have three walks, one hit by pitch, three strikeouts. He's going to slice that one foul, so he'll be down on the count. And no balls and two strikes. So Davis will look in, no balls, two strike, the count. Two outs, that one outside in the dirt. That takes us to one ball and two strikes. And this is game two of the doubleheader. One, two offering that one upstairs. Not even set at two balls and two strikes. A 2-2 pitch on its way. Davis will check on the runner at second. Runner's at second and third. That one's hit a mile down and foul on the third base line. So Reinerton will step back in. Still even at 2-2. Two two. two runners on, two outs. Top of the first inning. There's a well-hit ball. And diving and making the grab for out number three. That is Caden Deal as he gets out number three. Well, they did score one run in the inning. However, we'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades will have their chance, first chance at the plate. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love it. it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie!
We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades trail one to nothing. They'll send shortstop Drew Mize. He's top of the lineup card. And then second baseman Joseph Kuholtz. And center fielder and Brady Voss will be the three that are due up on the mound for the Des Moines Peak Prospects will be Quinn Waterhouse. He is a junior at SIUE. He is from Bondrant, Iowa, left-handed thrower, 6'485 pounder. As he has pitched in 11 games, he started one, has an 0-4 record. He has worked 24 in a third innings, 36 strikeouts, 29 walks, and given up 11 hits. As leading off, we said Drew Mize. Drew from O'Fallon, Missouri, six foot, 185-pounder, right-hander across the board, a sophomore at SIU Edwardsville. He's hitting a 276 right now. First one's fouled back for strike one. He has eight hits and 29 at-bats, including one home run, two RBIs, five walks, and one hit by pitch. He was a late acquisition for the Renegades. As that one down central called strike two. So it'll be no balls and two strikes as Waterhouse looks in. Mize has to protect the plate that one way outside. He will have a one ball, two strike count with no outs here in the bottom of the first. It is a one to nothing Des Moines Peak prospect lead. That one misses just outside, takes us two balls, two strikes. In Mize hitting a 276, had a good game in the first game of our doubleheader. 2-2 offering that one well upstairs. Turn the lights on here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Sun creeping down behind that tree line as it says 80 degrees when the ball game started. So that one's going to be a leadoff walk issued to Mize. He got down in the count 0-2 and, and took the next four pitches outside the zone to have a leadoff walk. Now second baseman Joseph Kuholz will step in. He's from Bonnets Mill, Missouri. 5'11", 195-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at Northwest Missouri State. Keelholz leading the team right now with a 325 batting average. He had a home run last game, a two-run shot. Scored three RBIs as well. He's going to hit that one, that one a little blooper, and it's going to be over the head and drop into center field. So he continues where he stopped in game one. So Keelholz has a first pitch single. And now stepping in will be center fielder in Brady Voss. And Voss from Lake St. Louis, Missouri, six foot, 175-pound right-hander across the board, a sophomore at Missouri S&T. Voss had a couple of RBIs in the last game as well. Had a two-RBI double late in the game. It was a seven-running inning that he helped contribute two runs to. That made our game go run-ruled. So they went in favor 11-1 in favor of the Renegades. That one called strike one. The boss will be down in the count with two on, nobody out here as we play in the bottom of the first. That pitch upstairs, that evens it at one ball and one strike. 
Renegades trail early here, one to nothing. They said they did run rule Des Moines eleven to one in the last game. That played started at five o'clock. One one offering. That one called strike two. That makes it one ball, two strikes. In the on deck circle will be first baseman Carter Mize. Carter sent us all home with a winner as he took a shot over the right field fence that drove him around the base path and ended our game because of the run rule. One two offering, that one upstairs. That evens it at two balls, two strikes. Boss again, Mr. HBP, as he's been hit 13 times this season. Mink League leading, team leading, not a record. Swung on and missed for out number one. The loss is retired. Now stepping in first baseman in Carter Mice. Mize from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder, a left-hander. Across the board, a junior at Missouri Baptist. Mize does have a team leading five home runs. Has 17 RBI, six walks, one hit by pitch. Does have a team leading 34 hits as well. So he'll have two on and one out. First pitch to him. That one upstairs, ball one. Andrew Patton, the right fielder, he will be on deck. He also had a home run last game. He is tied for second place on the team with home runs with four. Him and Hamilton Anderson each have four. 1-0 offering. That one's going to be a slow roll into the first baseman off his glove. And Mize is going to be in there safely. We're going to have the bases loaded for Patton. So Mize gets credit. We'll see if they rule it an E3 or hit. Either way, he is standing on first base. So Andrew Patton will step in now. Patton hitting a 308. He's second on the team right now. That one upstairs, ball one. Patton from Columbia. 6'2", 200-pounder, right-hander, a junior at Newman. And next pitch, that one caught the top part of the strike zone, evens the count at one ball, one strike. That one upstairs. So that takes it two balls, one strike. So they do. But Mize at first base on an E3. Just want to double-check the official score. 2-1 offering. That one outside. That makes it three balls and one strike with one out. Bases are loaded. As Mize, that's Drew, on third base. Keelholes on second. And Carter Mize on first. And that pitch misses. A walk and a run will be scored. As Drew Mize will cross home plate, and we're tied up at one apiece. So now stepping in, it'll be left fielder Caden Deal. As Deal from O'Fallon, Missouri. 5'10", 170-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at Northwest Missouri State. He will step in here. Bases still loaded, tied up at one apiece. One out, that first pitch in the dirt ball, one. 
Deal hitting a 269 with 28 hits this season. Bases loaded, 1-0 pitch. He's going to hit that one in the air. Left fielder coming over. They're going to grab and make the catch for out number two. As that goes as out number two. Now third baseman Seth Denoyer will step in. Denoyer from Charles, Missouri, six foot two hundred five pounder, right-handed thrower and batter, a junior at Indiana Kokomo. Denoyer had a good game last time in game one of the doubleheader as Denoyer went two for three and had a single and a double, had three RBIs. Denoyer hitting a 172 this season. So bases loaded. First pitch to him inside part of the plate called strike one. Denoyer looking again to pick up where he left off in game one of this doubleheader as bases loaded. Two outs. Tied up one apiece. Swing and a miss for strike two. He'll step out and adjust the batting gloves. Denoyer having eight RBIs this season looking to add number nine, ten, eleven, and or twelve. He's got bases loaded, 0-2 offering, swing and a miss for strike three, and that will end the inning. However, Renegades were able to plate one and tie it up at 1-1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. go to the top of the second inning as we're tied at one apiece. The peak prospects will send hitters 7, 8, and 9 to the plate as that'll be second baseman Trevor Dooley, right fielder Gabe Followell. His first pitch couldn't check the swing is Dooley, so he'll be down in the count and no balls and one strike. And then center fielder in Kerrigan Edmondson. The next offering from Davis, that one swung on and missed 
That makes it strike number two. So Davis looking for his first strikeout of the game. That one misses upstairs. So makes it one ball and two strikes. So one two offering from Davis on the way. That one hit him. So that will be hit by pitch. So Dooley will jog on down to first base. Now it'll be Gabe Follow well. He's the right fielder. The fine follow well here on the stats. He's going to lay a bunt down. Davis will get it barehanded over to first base. Route number one. So that goes as a 1-3 put out. Most importantly, out number one. Now Kerrigan Edmondson will step in. So Edmondson, way down on the list. He's hitting an 0-73 clip. Just has 11 all right, he just has three hits. Doesn't have a whole lot of at-bats, though. So runner on second base, one out here as we play in the top of the second. First pitch to him, and they're called strike one. So Davis getting called strike one. So no balls, one strike, one out, runner on second. That's Dooley. Oh, one offering. That one fouled back. So that'll put Edmondson down in the count. And no balls and two strikes. Game one going in favor of the Renegades by a final of 11 to 1. Now we're tied at one apiece as we play here in the top of the second inning. That one's going to be a well hit ball, but it's not going to leave the park as going over is Voss. He'll track it down, he'll make out number two. Probably a wise decision that Dooley did not go to third base as Voss threw a bullet to his cutoff man, and I think that would have been an out. So now we'll go back to the top of the lineup in left fielder Kyle Berg. He reached first on an E4. Was able to come around and score. Runner on second, two outs here, tied 1-1. First pitch to him in there, called strike one. Well, that was a beauty. I think just dropped across the strike zone for strike one. Davis looks in. He'll get the sign, shake his head. Southpaw's next delivery. On the way, check the runner just quickly. That one swung on and missed. Well, took a little bit off that and got the runner fooled and got him to pull the trigger. So Burke down in the count, no balls, two strikes. Two outs, runner on second. Davis again checks the runner in second, 0-2 pitch. That one just misses. That takes us one ball, two strikes. And Davis will tow the rubber. He'll look in. He'll get the sign he wants. And he checks the runner on second. 1-2 offering, that one a bit outside. Evens it at two balls, two strikes. 
Dooley standing on second base. He was hit by pitch to lead off the inning. Moved over to second on a sack bunt. And he's been stuck there so far. So we have time called. Berg asks for time. Is granted. So he will dig back in. Even count, two balls, two strikes, two outs, runner on second. Next pitch, swung on and missed. That was way outside, but fooled him. And Berg goes down swinging for the third out. Well, they leave one stranded, had no runs, no hits, no errors, one left on base. And we'll go to the bottom of the second inning, still tied at one apiece. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. We're tied still at one apiece. Sun finally going down behind the tree bank over down the first baseline, so it is going to cool off and be a great evening here at the ballpark here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. So it'll be hitters 8, 9, and 1 come to the plate. That'll be designated hitter Hamilton Anderson. First pitch to him downstairs. Call ball 1. Hamilton Anderson from Columbia, Illinois, 6'3", 200-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, a freshman at State Fair Community College. That one's going to be fouled out of play. So we'll leave the count at one ball and one strike. Get another nice piece of information to pass on about Hamilton Anderson. He is not one of the smartest people I've ever encountered in my life. Swung on and missed. Takes it to one ball and two strikes. He is full of lots of knowledge, and the bus rides, he passes that knowledge out to anybody on the bus who's listening. One, two, count. That one fouled back, so we'll stay at one ball and two strikes. They call him, we've joked around about calling him the professor because he has lots of knowledge, anything and everything from one corner to the other on possible topics. One, two, offering that one upstairs. That evens a count of two balls, two strikes. A 2-2 offering on its way from Waterhouse. That one fouled back. A little bit in up on the hands. Anderson 
We'll dig back in. He does have a 303 clip so far, has 33 hits this season. He's going to hit a slow roller back to the pitcher. It'll be off his glove. He can't find it, and Anderson will be safe at first base. Waterhouse had it between his legs, and he could not locate where that ball was. So stepping in now will be catcher Ale Claro. Claro from Aruba. He's 5'7", 170-pounder. He's a right-hander across the board, a sophomore at Northwest Missouri State. Claro catching game two, our nightcap here. This doubleheader is hitting a 174 this season, has 10 hits. First pitch to him upstairs, ball one. Again, we'll have to go to the official scorekeeper to see if they rule that an error, and they do. Hamilton reaches first on a V1. That one called strike one. So one ball, one strike count. Next pitch, that one down central. Takes it to one ball and two strikes. Again, we're tied at one apiece. Both teams plating a run in the top and the bottom half of their respective halves of the first inning. That pitch down in the dirt. That takes us two balls and two strikes. So Anderson will be on first base. Claro digs back in, right-handed batter. That pitch, that called strike three, and they ring him up looking. That'll be out number one. Claro didn't agree with that, but he... Just turns around and walks back to the dugout peacefully. Now back to the top of the lineup. It'll be shortstop. And Drew Mice, he walked the last time he was up, ended up getting to third base and came in scoring on a walk. First pitch to him, swing and a miss for strike one. So he'll dig back in. And Hamilton Anderson on first base. He'll take a short lead over there. A one offering. That one called strike two. Just caught the top part of the strike zone. So Mize has to protect the plate now at no balls and two strikes. One out here in the bottom of the second inning. Pitcher in Waterhouse will step off. Now he'll tow the rubber again. Left-handed pitcher. O2 offering. That one outside. Ball one. Takes it. One ball and two strikes. And Anderson on first base. One-two offering. That one's going to be a bouncing ball to the third baseman, and he flubs it as it goes off of his hands. And so we'll have runners on first and second with just one out. So now stepping in will be second baseman Joseph Keelholz. He had a single his last time up. So he's hitting a 325 this season. Has 27 hits. Now 28, actually, with his only a bat so far this game. Now he's going to hit another long one, and that one's going to be hooking foul, and we'll go. 
into the right field corner, so he'll be down in the count and no balls in one strike. He did have his first home run of the season in game one as he crushed a ball into right field. So he'll be down in the count, no balls in one strike. So Hamilton Anderson on second base. Drew Mize at first base. Neither player is held on. Waterhouse looks in. 0-1 offering on its way. Keelholz will foul that one back. So he'll be down in the count. And no balls and two strikes. And Keelholz ripping one that fell in the gap in center field in his first at bat. Now he's going to hit that one, and that is going to be home run. Number two is two games now. He's got home runs. This one a three-run home run as Keelholz goes home run and back-to-back games and gives the Renegades a 4-1 to lead. As Hamilton Anderson comes across home plate, Drew Mize comes across home plate, and Joseph Keelholz comes across with a three-run home run to give the Renegades a 4-1 to lead. So he is seeing the ball well tonight. That would be an understatement. That thing went 320 feet over the right field wall. Again, he left no question about it. Once he got those hips turned, you knew that it was gone. And he scores everybody. And the Renegades lead. Four to one. Brady Voss will step in now. First pitch to him. Ball one. That's one ball, no strikes to count now. He struck out in his first at bat. Still one out here. That pitch outside, ball two. Keelholz goes yard again. He's got two home runs this season. One today in game two and one today in game one. That pitch upstairs. That makes it three balls. And three balls and no strikes to Voss. He'll dig back in. 3-0 offering. That one called strike one. So makes it three balls, one strike. So next pitch, that one upstairs walked him. So Voss is going to jog on down to first base. He'll be issued... A one-out free pass. Now Carter Mize, the first baseman, he'll step in. He sent us home in game one, a winner, as he went yard, his fifth home run of the season. He hit a nuke out of here over the right field fence as he'll draw his X, tap it in the middle with the handle of the bat. So he'll step in, one out, one on. That's home run number five for him this season. First pitch to him, that one called strike one on the outside part of the plate. Again, three runs have been plated here in the inning. The Renegades looking for more. 0-1 offering on the way. He's going to hit a bouncer to the first baseman. Surprised he actually gloved it. Almost threw it, and it's going to be safe and still an error. I said I was surprised that he gloved it because there's been a plethora of errors, and he made me eat my words as he gloved it, but just threw it to the second baseman. Shortstop, rather, and drew him off the bag, and the umpires are going to have a conversation. But it looked good from here that it drew him off the bag. So Mize will reach safely again due to an error. 
Voss will be moved over to second base. So Andrew Patton will step in. He walked his only a bat. Has two on with one out here. Waterhorse stepped off, looked to throw to second, but nobody was paying attention. The second baseman about six, seven yards from the bag. First pitch down central, strike one call to Patton. Patton hitting a 308 this season. Waterhouse will check on the runner at second. That one called strike two on the inside part of the plate. That is Voss at second base, Mize at first base. Still just one out here as Patton is the seventh batter to come to the plate here. 0-2 offering. He's going to hit that one off the end of the bat. Second baseman will go to his left. He'll glove it for out number two. So now it'll be left fielder Caden Deal. Deal hit into a fly out to the shortstop in his first at bat in this game. In this game, game two of doubleheader against the Des Moines Peak Prospects hosting Des Moines. He has two on and two out. His team leads four to one. He'll show bunt and he'll lay it down the third baseline, but it's going to go foul. Well, he had the right idea on there, was trying to catch him sleeping, and it goes foul, so he'll go back and step in the left-handed batter's box, down in the count, no balls in one strike with two outs here. And runners on first and second. So we play in the bottom of the second inning. Kilo's having that three-run home run to give the Renegades the lead. That pitch in the dirt bounces into the chest protector of the catcher. That's Reinertson. So that evens it at one ball and one strike. Set to Neuer in the on-deck circle. He would represent batter number nine if he were to come to bat. 1-1 offering. That one upstairs. And takes it two balls and one strike. Deal hitting at 269 this season, including 28 hits. He's had 104 at-bats, played in 29 games. 2-1 offering. He's going to hit a slow roller. Third baseman will glove. He's going to throw it to first base and get the out for out number three. That goes as a 5-3 put out. However, there were three runs scored, and the Renegades take the lead at 4-1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan.
to the top of the third inning. Jacob Davis still on the mound for the Renegades. They lead by a score of 4-1 to one right now, looking to sweep the doubleheader. And close out the night camp with another win. We get down deep in the season here with Mink League action play, and it's super important to pick up these wins when you can, and especially right now. It is important to win when you can and when, win often. First pitch, that one's going to be a bouncing ball, and it's going to get through into right field as first pitch takes it into right field is Bryce Hall. So he will be on base. First pitch swinging. He sends it into right field. So he's on first base. Shortstop Nate Jessel will step in. He had an RBI double his last at bat. So he will step in. It's the only run so far for the peak prospects. So Davis checks the runner at first. That's Hall. Second look in. Now the show bunt. Lay down the first baseline. Mize will have it. He'll tag him for the out. Nice job of Mize to get over there. That was a good place bunt. So that's out number one. As Mize gets it. So now it'll be first baseman in Pat Norton. Now looking back in is Davis. One out, runner on second base. That's Hall. That pitch in there for called strike one. So no balls, one strike to count. As Davis looks back in. 0-1 offering on its way. He'll check the runner momentarily. Now it's on its way, that one outside. Evens the count, one ball, one strike. Adam Axtell, the third baseman, he'll be in the on-deck circle. Renegades lead 4-1 here in the top of the third inning. Next offering, that one's going to be a little blooper. Hit into right field, going back on it is Patton. He'll make the grab, and he's throwing to third base. Mize will have the cutoff and no throw there. So that does move Hall over to third base. That goes as a sack hit. Sorry, sack fly. So now Adam Axtell will step in. Davis looking to get out of the inning here, facing just one more than the minimum. First offering to him, upstairs, ball one. So one ball, no strikes, two outs here, runner on third base. That is Hall. Davis looks in, next offering on the way. That one misses upstairs, ball two. Takes us two balls and no strikes. And Axtell will dig back in, left-handed batter. 2-0 offering. On the way. Two outs here. That one hit him. So Axtell is hit by pitch. Hit him on the inside of the hip. So now to be catcher in Cade Reinertsen. He flew out to left field at his first at bat of this second game of the doubleheader. He is catching tonight, so he sheds the catcher's gear before he heads up to home plate. 
and right-handed batter. So he'll tap home plate a couple times. He says he's ready. Davis will look at the runner at first. Second look in. First offering. That one fouled off. Strike one. Reinertsen trying to duck for cover with that. Hit his bat. So no balls. One strike count. Two outs here. Runners on the corners at first and third. Next offering from Davis is going to be a bouncing ball hit to Mice. He's going to take it himself, step on second for out number three. So they did have a leadoff hit, but no runs were scored. It's strand two on the base path. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh-huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! New pitcher in the ball game for Des Moines as they bring in the right-hander in Cooper Johnson. He's a junior at Ellsworth Community College. 6'3", 205-pounders from West Des Moines, Iowa. He has pitched in 11 games, has three saves, and a record of 0-3. He has uh, worked 11 in the third innings. 22 strikeouts, 14 walks, and 14 hits he's given up. He has not played against... Renegades, of course, we only play non-division teams four times. So it'll get his first look at the Renegades batters here. Well, it looks like at Joplin, it is all Sedalia. As the Bombers are leading the Outlaws at Joe Becker Stadium. Top of the fourth inning, it is seven to nothing in favor of Sedalia. Chillicothe Mudcats beat St. Joe earlier today by a score of four to two. So leading off will be hitters 7, 8, and 9. That'll be Seth Denoyer, third baseman designated hitter Hamilton Anderson, and catcher Ale Claro. So Denoyer digs in. He is 0 for 1 with a strikeout. First pitch to him. Outside, ball 1. So one ball, no strikes to count. Again, Renegades lead 4 to 1 here as we play in the bottom of the third inning. That one downstairs. Makes it two balls and no strikes. Denoyer having a single and a double last game in game one of the doubleheader and most importantly had three RBIs. So Denoyer will dig back in. 2-0 offering. On its way, he'll foul that one back. 
That makes it two balls and one strike. We play here just after 8 o'clock at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gazaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. If you haven't done so, be sure and like our Facebook page. Share it with your friends, your family, your neighbors, everybody you can. It's where we put out a lot of our information, what we have going on. So 2-1 offering on the way. Denoyer's going to hit it into center field. He's got another hit to his credit today. Denoyer, a student of the game, him and Carter Mize, both students of the game, spending a lot of time watching footage and watching their swing, watching their at-bats, watching what the pitch count was and how it was handled, watching how they field. Spend a lot of that time on the bus rides, so they are students of the game. Now stepping in, Hamilton Anderson, the designated hitter. Anderson hitting a 3-0-3 this season. First pitch to him. He's going to hit that to the opposite side of the field, and he's going to have a single. So now we have back-to-back singles as Anderson has 34 hits now. So now stepping in will be Ale Claro, the catcher for tonight's game. He struck out in his only about so far. Thoreau hitting a 174. He is from Aruba, so his family's listening. First pitch to him called strike one. So I know they're listening, so thanks for tuning in to his family in Aruba. Hopefully you're enjoying the broadcast all the way from Jefferson City, Missouri. 4-1 lead for the Renegades, two on, nobody out. That pitch called strike two. So Thoreau's got to protect the plate. He doesn't say anything, but he turns away. Unsure of where both of those pitches were. I have to say, I, I, I agree with him wholeheartedly, too. No balls, two strikes. Next offering on the way. That one downstairs, that misses. So that takes us to one ball, two strikes. So he will dig back in. Two on, nobody out here as we play in the bottom of the third inning. Renegades looking to add to their three-run lead at 4-1. to one. That pitch misses outside. Takes it two balls, two strikes. Claro will dig back in on the right-hand side of the plate. Even count at two balls and two strikes. Johnson looks in, gets the sign. Next delivery, swing and a miss. That will be out number one. So now we'll go back to the top of the lineup. And shortstop, Drew Mize. Mize took a walk in his first at-bat, then reached on an E5 in his last at-bat. He's batted in all three innings so far that we've played as we play here in the bottom of the third. He has two on, one out. Denoyer at second. Anderson on first. First pitch to him downstairs, low ball one. He will step back in. One ball, no strike count. One out with two on. Next offering, that one bounces home. Everybody's going to go forward to base. Well, Denoyer does. He slides into third base. So he advances on the wild pitch. Hamilton Anderson did not elect to go to second, so we'll be runners 
on the corners at first and third with one out here for Drew Mize. Two balls, no strikes to count. Next offering from Johnson. That one called strike one. And Drew giving his older brother Carter a run for their money in the batting averages here. Drew hitting a 276, Carter down to a 296. That one sliced foul. So that'll even it at two balls, two strikes. So Drew will dig back in from the right hand side of the plate. He'll windmill the bat a couple times. Now he'll get set. Runners on the corners with one out. 2 2 pitch on the way. He's going to hit a fly ball. That one's going to drop. It's going to go to the wall, and it's going to score one run as Denoyer comes home. And that is an RBI single. So now it's a 5-1 ball game as Denoyer comes all the way from third base home. Anderson will go to second base. Mize on first, and now we'll have Joseph Kuhlholz stepping back in. He homered his last at bat, went 320 feet over the right field fence. He's had back-to-back games with home runs, so might as well make it a third home run today. I'd give three more runs. First pitch to him upstairs, ball one. Kilholz having a two-for-two day with a single to center field. And then the home run over the right field fence. Has three RBIs, looking for three more. 1-0 offering, that one way upstairs. Reinertsen, catcher, had to climb the ladder to get that and bail out of there. Otherwise, that moves the runners ahead bases. In Hamilton Anderson... On second base, Drew Mize on first. Two balls, no strikes. One out here. 2-0 offering. That one upstairs. So Keelholz has a three-ball, no-strike count. In the on-deck circle will be center fielder Brady Voss. One out, two on. Bottom of the third inning. Renegades lead 5-1. to one. That pitch, yep, walked him. Four-pitch walk. Keelholz has issued a free pass, so he'll go to first base. Drew Mize will go to second base. And Hamilton Anderson, the professor, will go to third base. So center fielder Brady Voss will step in. He had a strikeout as well as a walk. As time caught here quickly as head coach Mike Demuley has to run over and get all the gear that's been acquired in the first base coach's box. He's got a whole armful of stuff out there. So it'll be bases loaded. One out here. Brady Voss steps in. We play here in the bottom of the third inning. Again, Renegades plating one so far. Have a 5-1 to one lead. Looking for more. That one upstairs. Bit inside. Ball one. So one ball, no strike count. Again, one out. Bases loaded here for the Renegades. Voss will dig back in, right-handed batter. 1-0 offering from Johnson, that one outside. Misses two balls, no strikes. As Voss coming in, hitting a 224 clip, he has 15 hits in 67 at-bats. Does have 13 hit by pitch. He's going to foul that one out of play. So it'll make it two balls, one strike. 
He's been walked 12 times, has 13 hit by pitch. So he's got 25 free bases that he's acquired in the season so far. Be a good time to see him line one out here and clear the base path. That pitch, that one sliced foul. That thing went over towards the first base dugout, careened off the net and the little concrete barrier down there. So now we're even at two balls, two strikes. Carter Mize in the on-deck circle. He has reached safely twice this game, both with errors on the first baseman. So 2-2 offering on the way. That one misses, so we'll go full. And three balls and two strikes. We saw this in game one that the Des Moines Peak prospects walked in a run. Liable to see it again here the second time. So payoff pitch from Johnson, forthcoming. Lost at plate. That one, he'll slice it foul, so we'll do it again. This will be the seventh pitch of the at-bat here. So Voss will dig back in. Three balls, two strikes, one out. Bases loaded. Renegades leading 5-1. to one. He'll windmill the bat. Now he's set. He'll kick that left leg out just a little bit. Payoff pitch and fouled off. Subcoming pitch will be pitch number eight of the at-bat. New set of baseballs delivered out to the home plate umpire. Johnson, this will be the eighth pitch here of this at-bat. This is the first inning that he's worked. That one walked him, so they will walk in a run. So Voss will be issued a free base. Everybody will move forward. So now, first baseman Carter Mize will step in. He reached safely twice already. Both errors let him reach base. He's hitting a 296 entering the game today. He has 34 hits. Team leading has five home runs, 17 RBIs. That five home runs is a team leading, also 16 walks. He went yard the last game. Let's make it a two-for-two game. Have one sent today. That one downstairs, ball one. That run does make it a 6-1 to one ball game in favor of the Renegades. He'll step back in. He made our game final by run rule in game one. 1-0 offering, swing and a miss for strike one. That's what he was trying to do there was send it over that right field fence. So I might as well dig back in. Again, brother Drew on third base. At second base will be Q holes. And Brady Voss on first base. 1-1 offering. That's going to be a long fly ball, but it's going to hook foul. That just foul. As Mize just missed a grand slam right there. So one ball, two strike to count with one out here. So we play in the bottom of the third inning. Mize just ripped that one, but it went foul. So still bases loaded, one out here. 
Next pitch. That one's going to be hit and dropped into center field, and it's going to score at least two as he'll have a two-RBI single as coming home will be Drew Mize as well as Joseph Keelholz. So Mize gets two more RBIs, and he's standing on first base. Now Andrew Patton will step in. So Voss will be standing at second base. Mize will be on first base. Andrew Patton will step in. He's 0 for 1 with a walk. He will be batter number 8 as it's 8 to 1 in favor of the Renegades. First pitch to him, swing and a miss. Couldn't quite catch up to it for strike one. Patton hitting a 308, entering our game here this evening. Caden Deal in the on-deck circle. That one down in the dirt. Evens account, one ball, one strike. Four runs plated here in the bottom of the third inning. Still just one out as the Renegades are not done with their frame. So Pat digs back in, 1-1 count. Pitch on the way. He's going to foul that one. That caught him on the right leg. That's going to smart just a little bit. He says he's just fine. So it'll be one ball, two strike count with one out here in the bottom of the third inning. He is the eighth batter to come to bat here. One-two offering on the way. That one hit him. So he is hit by pitch. So he will jog on down to first base. That one might spark a little bit more than the one he hit himself with. So Caden Deal will come to bat now. He is the ninth batter here to come to bat in the bottom of the third inning. He is 0 for 2. Has the bases loaded. Still just one out. So he will step in, left-handed batter. First offering, swing and a miss for strike one. Johnson just blew the fastball by him there. So base is loaded, one out, still in the bottom of the third inning. Renegades have played it four. They lead eight to one now, looking for more. That one's going to be a hit ball into right field. That's going to score at least one. They'll send the brakes up, and that will be still bases loaded, but an RBI single as Deal gets in for an RBI. That sends everybody around as Voss scores. So Mize will be on third, Patton at second, Deal at first base. And now we'll be right back to where we started about half an hour ago as third baseman set the Neuer steps, and he got everything started with a single into center field, was able to score later in the frame. We're still in the bottom of the third inning with one out, and it's now a 9-1 to ball game. That pitch way outside, ball one. One ball, no strike count. Next pitch to Denoyer. He's going to slice that one out of play. So that'll make it one ball and one strike. Still bases loaded with Mize. That's Carter Mize on third base. 
Andrew Patton on second. Deal on first base. So one ball, one strike to count with one out. Denoyer has his second at bat in the inning. Next pitch to him, he's going to slice that one foul. That'll put him down in the count at one ball, two strikes. Again, it's a nine-run lead now for the Renegades. They were able to end the first game early of the doubleheader by run rule in the sixth inning at 11-1. So Denoyer will dig back in. Chokes up maybe about half a finger on the bat. Johnson looks in. 1-2 offering, forthcoming. That one's going to be fouled off. Got up in the hands. So Denoyer stays alive after he fouls that off. He'll adjust the batting gloves in the on-deck circle. Will be designated hitter Hamilton Anderson. He had a single. And was able to score later on. Few batters later, I was going to say later on in the inning, but we're still in that same inning. So one ball, two strikes, the count, one out, bases loaded. Denoyer at bat. Next pitch. He's going to hit a hard fly ball towards center field. Center fielder's going over. He will grab it. Everybody's going to tag. Mize is going to come home, and he will score. So Denoyer gets credit for a sack fly. That will be out number two, however. He still gets credit, scores a run. So now it'll be designated hitter Hamilton Anderson. He's the 11th batter to come to bat here as Mize does scamper on home. Patton goes to third. First pitch. Misses, ball one. The deal still... On first, Patton on third. So runners at the corners, two outs here for Anderson. Renegades lead 10 to 1. That one called strike one. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. So Anderson will dig back in, 1 1 count. Runners on the corners with two outs. That pitch in the dirt. That makes it two balls, one strike. In Hamilton, the 11th batter to come to the frame here in the bottom of the third inning. Renegades have scored six runs, but they do lead by a score of 10 to 1. In the on deck circle will be catcher Ale Claro. A 2 1 offering on its way, that one upstairs. That takes us three balls and one strike. So two outs again here in the bottom of the third. Renegades lead 10-1. to 3-1 offering. That one outside, so Hamilton Anderson will draw a walk. So he will jog on down to first base. Deal will go to second base with the walk. We're going to have a conversation on the mound for the Des Moines team as base is loaded, and Ale Claro will step in. We're just shy of 8.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. They're going to have a pitching change. So that'll be a pitching change. As 
Cooper Johnson, his night is done. We'll see who this is. I believe this is Pat Norton is who this is. So this is Pat Norton. Got 22 on the on the mound. Yep. 25. So that's not Norton. Thought it was 22, but it's 25. So let me find him on the roster here. This is Jack Luster. So Jack Luster in on the mound. He's right-handed pitcher from Huxley, Iowa. 5'10", 175-pounder. He's a sophomore at DMACC. Sure, that stands for Des Moines Area Community College. I think that's what that stands for. As he is just kidding, that is Jay Willers. So scratch that, Jay Willers will be on the mound. So this was the catcher of the first game. First pitch to him called strike one. He's down in the count. No balls, one strike. Next offering, that one found back. So Clareau will be down in the count at no balls and two strikes. I believe this is the first game that Willers has pitched in. He's... 6'1", 215-pounder, junior at Southeastern Community College. He's from Davenport, Iowa. So still bases loaded, two outs, 0-2 pitch. Clarell's going to hit a bouncing ball. It'll go to the shortstop. He'll glove flip over to second for out number three. Well, there were lots of runs scored, six to be exact. That makes it 10-1 to in favor of the Renegades as we'll go to the top of the fourth inning. Renegades lead 10-1. to 1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. 
There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health in a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573-634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Yeah, we have a new pitcher in the ball game. Let me check to see who that is real quick. They have a couple of substitutions. So that should be. Colin Dimmel in for Brady Voss. So new pitcher. I'll get that in just a second. Find him on the roster here. So this will be new pitcher in the ball game. Tony Newbeck. So Newbeck is from Hugo, Minnesota. Left-handed pitcher. He's 6'2", 210-pounder. He's a freshman at the University of Missouri, just down the road. About half an hour. He is also making his Renegades debut this evening, at least for this season. First offering. That one called strike one. First batter he'll face will be second baseman Trevor Dooley. Next pitch on the way. That one downstairs. He was a count of one ball, one strike. He's a hard-throwing left-hander. I can tell you that. So next pitch on the way. That one's going to be fouled down the first baseline. So Tony Newback. On the mound for the Renegades. First time I've seen him throw, but he looks like he's going to be a good late acquisition. 1-2 offering. Swing and a miss. Or out. Number one. It's been an area that the Renegades have been a little thin at times on his pitching, so great to see that they have a new pitcher in. They try to make a run for a division championship. Also make a run for Mink League championship this season. Now stepping in will be right fielder Gabe Followell. Well, it seemed like that last frame took about two and a half hours to play. That first pitch down central, strike one. Renegades lead 10-1 to one here as we play in the top of the fourth inning. Have to play to at least five to run rule the game. That pitch inside. Evens account count at one ball, one strike. 
Bottom of the fifth inning at Joplin at Joe Becker Stadium. Sedalia still leading the, the Outlaws 7-1. Oh, that one swung on and missed. That makes it one ball, two strikes. In Newbeck working very quickly on the mound. 1-2 offering on the way. That one misses low. Makes it two balls, two strikes. offering on the way. That one bounces. That'll make it full. Three balls, two strikes. In the on-deck circle will be Kerrigan Edmondson, the center fielder. That pitch called strike three. Followell was headed to first base before he got recalled and sent to the dugout. So back-to-back strikeouts. By Newbeck. And now he'll face center fielder, batter number nine in the lineup in Kerrigan Edmondson. He'll bring a couple of baseballs out for the home plate umpire. He is 0 for 1, flew out to center field, his first at bat, only a bat he's had so far. So we're playing in the top of the fourth inning. Newbeck trying to make it a quick 1 2 3 top of the fourth. That one. Just a bit upstairs. That over home plate umpire's head, over Ale Clarot's head, over everybody's. So one ball, no strikes, the count, two outs here. Next pitch, that one in there called strike one. So even the count of one ball, one strike. So one one offering from Newbeck on the way. That one swung on and missed for strike two. So one ball, two strike count with two outs here. Newbeck looking for back-to-back-to-back strikeouts. Retire the side and get out of the inning. One-two offering. Called strike three. Back-to-back-to-back strikeouts. Three up, three down. Side retired. All three by way of strikeout for Newbeck. So we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. As the Renegades lead 10-1, to 1, we'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Well, we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Renegades lead 10-1. to 
Let's start back at the top of the lineup. As Drew Mize is going to hit a high fly ball. Center fielder coming in. He has no idea where it's at. And he will make the grab. Well, he stood there with his arms out for at least 10 minutes, it seemed, before he was able to track it down. So he is out number one. He could not find it in the lights. He never saw it off the bat of Mize. So one out here is second baseman Joseph Kuholz will step in. He took a walk his last at bat, had a three-run home run before that, and had a single before that. So he digs back in. First pitch to him, swing and a miss. Strike one. As Jay Willers on the mound. We've seen him catch the first game of the doubleheader, now pitching here in the second game. No balls, one strike count, one out. Next offering, that one called strike two. So Keyholes down in the count now, no balls, two strikes. Keyholes a dig back in. He also home run, win home run in the first game too. That pitch in the dirt, that gets by everybody. So that'll make it one ball, two strikes. Colin Demmel will be in the on-deck circle. Then first baseman Carter Mize. Mize came over to get that foul ball. Renegades lead 10-1 to here. He's going to foul that one back, so we'll stay at one ball and two strikes. That one bounces back. Home plate umpire gathers it. So one ball, two strike count, one out. Kuholz digs back in. One-two offering that one again in the dirt. Boy, this pitcher, I know he probably doesn't pitch much, does Willers, as I think this is his first game to pitch. I believe it is his first game to pitch. i got to say, it's either there or it's bouncing home one of the two. I know he's not a regular pitcher for him. Two-two offering, that one's going to be fouled back. Actually, it stays in play, so... Thought it went back, but first baseman will go over and catch it for out number two. So that will be out two. Now stepping in will be Colin Dimmel. As Dimmel from Overland Park, Kansas, six foot 170 pounder right here across the board. Freshman at Truman State. So this will be his first at bat of the night. So he is playing second base. First pitch to him, he'll foul that off. So he'll be down in the count. No balls, one strike. He's hitting a 171 this season. Ten runs on seven hits and two errors for the Renegades. One run, three hits, four errors. As that one's going to be another hit, so he gets that one into center field, does demo. So that'll be 10 runs on eight hits and two errors. One run, three hits, and four errors for the Des Moines Peak prospects. So Demmel has a one-for-one night. That'll be first baseman Carter Mize. He will step in. Mize has a team leading 35 hits. Has a team leading five home runs as well. So he'll dig in. He had a two RBI single his last at bat. He's going to foul that one back for strike one. In two outs here. 
Runner on first base, that's Demmel. He did take over at second base. I'll get those changes here in just a minute. There's a couple of guys that moved around the base path. No balls, one strike, two outs. Next pitch. That one's fouled towards the third base dugout. So Mize will be down in the count. At 0-2, he just couldn't swing fast enough at that pitch. No balls, two strikes to count. Next offering to Mize, that one way outside. That makes it one ball, two strikes. Again, Dimmel on first base after he's checked into the ball game. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Runner on first. Next offering to Mize, that one upstairs. That evens a count of two balls and two strikes. As he will dig back in. He has reached safely, had a couple of times he reached first base in this game due to errors, but he was on first base, no problem. He's going to rip that one into the dugout. Watch out as he just ripped that into the dugout for Des Moines. Got to keep that head on a swivel down there. As saw players ducking and skirting out of the way, so still takes two balls, two strikes. So Mize will step back in on the left-hand side of the plate. Two outs, 2-2 two, two count. Willers on the mound. That one misses just inside, takes his full. At three balls and two strikes. Willers directing a little traffic out there. Payoff pitch on the way. That one's going to be ripped foul. Demmel was off on the pitch. He's got to go back to first base. He was around second, halfway to third base. That one probably finally just lands in the river over there. It's really more of a stream probably that goes around the ballpark here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. So Willers payoff pitch. Runner's going to go to second. Mize is going to hit it on the fly off the glove of the second baseman. So Demo will be over to third base. So Mize again reaches first base, that time on an E4. He's reached first on an E3 and E3. Two E3s and an E4. Demo will get over to third base. Now Andrew Patton will step in. He was hit by pitch his last time up. Had a walk and a fly out. That one inside, ball one. The Renegades, two outs here. Demel on third base. Mize at first. They have a nine-run lead at 10-1. Would like to make it 10 here. That pitch, that one called strike one. Evens account count at one ball, one strike. In the on-deck circle will be Caden Deal. So 1-1 one, one pitch from Willers on the way. Patton's going to hit that one a mile high. And... That one's going to leave the ballpark as that thing clears the shed, and that's a three-run home run for Andrew Patton as Patton has just tied the team lead for home runs as that thing went a mile. I tell you, there wasn't even any movement from the outfielders there as that goes for a three-run home run. Andrew Patton clears the base path. 
How far do you think that went? Got to figure the fence over there is 340, so it's probably 350 where it's at. There's probably 10 foot between the fence and that building, so that's 360, and that building's probably 20 foot, so we're going to say 370. That one's going to be hit up in the air. That will be count for out number three. However, the Renegades were able to score some runs. They now lead by a score of 12 to 1. So we'll go to the top of the fifth inning. Renegades lead 12 to 1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We go to the top of the fifth inning, finishing the on-field promotion. It'll be hitters one, two, and three come to the plate. Renegades lead by a score of 13 to one. That first pitch, miss low, ball one. As Newback still on the mound. That pitch called strike one. Evens account, one ball, one strike. That pitch called strike two. I'm trying to catch up on my scoring here. That one misses outside. Evens account, two balls, two strikes. So 2-2 offering, swing and a miss for strike number three. That is four strikeouts and four batters faced for Tony Newbeck, who's making his Renegades debut. So Bryce Hall, designated hitter, he will step in. He has one for two in the night tonight. So Newbeck looks back in. His first offering, strike one called. 
where has Newbeck been all season long as he has come on here to be a gym, to say the least. That one swung on, strike two. So Hall, looking to be the fifth batter retired in a row with a strikeout. Newback shakes off a sign, now gets the one he's looking for. That one misses a little inside. That goes one ball, two strikes to count. And Renegades lead 13-1. to They scored three runs in that last inning. That pitch low. Takes us two balls, two strikes. So evens the count at two balls and two strikes. One out here as we play in the top of the fifth inning. Renegades can close out the inning here. That should make our game. That one called strike three. Boy, that was a dirty, dirty pitch, but I like it. Is that dropped into the strike zone? That is strikeout number five in five batters faced. So shortstop, Nate Jessel will step in. He has had an RBI double as well as hit into a three unassisted out. See, hit it to Mize. Mize caught it, tagged him out. That one down in the dirt, ball one. One ball, no strikes count. Next one, that one fouled off. Evens the count, one ball and one strike. Said earlier, the changes, they brought in Demel to second base, moved Keelholz from second over to shortstop, and moved Mize out to center field as Demel comes in for Brady Voss. So one ball, one strike count, two outs here as we play. The top of the fifth, that one, I'll say he did not go around, so checks his swing. Does Jessel. So Jessel will step back in. Again, he's got a one for two night with an RBI. That pitch inside called strike two. Newbeck again trying to make it a six for six night with six strikeouts and six punches of the K variety. He'll shake off the first sign, gets that one. Got away from him. That one just a hair outside. Clarot had to. Sky out to get it. So Newbeck again looks in. He's freshman at the University of Missouri, Columbia. Payoff pitch on the way. That one strike three. And he retires the side with six strikeouts in back-to-back innings. And that will close out the ball game. As the final score will go in favor of the Renegades by a final of 13 to 1 including a phenomenal first outing for new pitcher in Tony Newbeck in Newbeck coming on and facing six batters and punching out all six by way of strikeouts he had three strikeouts looking and three swinging as Newbeck again making his Renegades debut for this season left-handed pitcher from Hugo Minnesota, freshman at University of Missouri, down in Columbia, I should say over in Columbia, making a great first impression for his squad as he comes in and closes out the game with six batters faced and six strikeouts, three each way. 
So that will do it for our broadcast tonight. We will have the day off tomorrow. And then we will be here at home again. Some changes to the schedule due to some COVID-related team issues for the Nevada Griffins, which their season has been cut and come to an end. Hate to see that from them. They're a great organization, but their season is officially over. So we will not be seeing Nevada next Tuesday well, this upcoming two days from now, Tuesday, at home. And then we're supposed to play at Nevada on Wednesday and Thursday. Those games have been canceled. But the good news is we will be in action on the 21st. That's, sorry, on Tuesday. That'll be against the Jefferson City Legends. Let me go my phone out here, and I can tell you exactly who we're going to be playing because now that I think about it. So it'll be a day off tomorrow. Then the Jeff City Legends will be a 7 o'clock game on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we will be set to play the Kansas City Monarchs team. Now, that's a squad you may not recognize the name, but that used to be the Kansas City T-Bone squad as they have been rebranded as the Kansas City Monarchs. And then we're working on a game for Thursday, possibly a team from the Show Me League, but trying to get a home game Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday will be a homestand as the Joplin Outlaws come to town play a game against them on Friday and one on Saturday. As uh, that's kind of what we're going to see here over the next the next uh, couple of days here as Renegades get the win in both of these games here in the doubleheader as they host the Des Moines Peak Prospects. They win game one by a final of 11-1 to and win game two by a final of 13-1 to in a game that they just looked really stellar. I know the pitchers ran out of gas for the Des Moines Peak Prospects, but that's part of playing the game. So that is going to do it for our broadcast this evening. As until we talk to you on Tuesday, which will have the Jefferson City Legends squad in town. Until we talk to you Tuesday, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Cares, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Four, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, B.E. Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, Hitachi ABB Power Grid, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Thank you.